Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Rinkside Rundown Podcast. Your ultimate destination for all things women's hockey with your host, Chris Sinclair. Proud member of the Hockey Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to episode number four of the Rinkside Rundown Podcast. I'm joined today by Fanny Gasperic, a number a member of the Hungarian national team and current member of the PWHL Ottawa. Fanny, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, thanks for inviting me. I am doing really well. I just had a practice and a busy day, but I'm excited to join your show tonight. Thank you, yes. And uh, I am very excited to be able to chat with you today. And I know that there are a number of people who are incredibly excited to hear this episode. Uh, So I cannot wait to be able to share it with them and be able to tell your story a little bit. So this is going to be a great time. We have a bunch of questions, some that are probably pretty standard hockey questions. But at the end, stay tuned because there's a fun uh, fun little game. So I hope you're ready for that. Yep, let's start. <laughs> let's do it. Okay, um, before we get into the reasons you chose hockey and chatting more about your experiences internationally and especially now with uh, more recently, uh, PWHL Ottawa. I'd love to hear just a little bit more about your experiences growing up in uh, Hungary. Um, what exactly do you want to hear about Hungary? Because <laughs> I whatever, can... Yeah, whatever you'd like to share, like your experiences as a kid and then, you know, growing up, what was it like? You, you've spent most of your time in Hungary. So what what what's what's it been like being being able to be there and then be able to, you know, play hockey and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so I'm from the capital city of Hungary, Budapest. It's a really nice city. So I don't know if you've ever been to Budapest, but if not, you should go there. And everyone should be there once in a lifetime because it's a great city and it's nice. So, you know, it's I'm a big city girl. I grew up in Budapest and... Basically, I started hockey when I was seven years old. So I can say that all my life, as I remember, hockey was a part of my life. So basically, um, school and hockey, those were the two things um, in my life, which I've been doing. <laughs> and so, yeah, otherwise, Hungary is a small country, but also we have a couple of traditions and we are really proud 
proud to be Hungarians and yeah, we love sports. Obviously not hockey is the most uh, popular sport, sport in Hungary. Those are more like water polo, kayaking, swimming and stuff like the water sports. This is, um, so hockey is um, less popular, but also I'm really fortunate that I can say I'm from Hungary and I play hockey and how far I've come with hockey from Hungary. So I don't know what else could I say? Maybe you asked something more specific. No, that's, but I, I guess, so first of all, I want to, what I want to do is for any of our audio listeners, I just want you to know, uh, Fanny is currently rocking a, an Ottawa sweater. Um, very, when you speak about being proud to be Hungarian, it's great to see that you're also rocking and being proud of playing for PWHL Ottawa. So that's fantastic. When we talk about hockey, you know, you've mentioned that's not necessarily a sport that's super popular there. What was it that ultimately, you know, despite the, you know, the lack of popularity there, what was it about hockey that kind of drew you in? Or was there a different sport that maybe helped kind of uh, bridge that gap? Um, no, I mean, as I remember, um, my parents uh, had a vision that their kids should be able to swim, to ride a bike and to skate on the ice. So those three sports or activities were their vision that their kids have to do it. And I mean, it's just, I feel like those are so basic things like swimming, whenever you're in summer, you go for holiday, you should be able to swim and then riding a bike. It's also, it's so basic, like whenever you, yeah, I mean, like you should be able to do it and then skating. And I'm really happy that they, put skating into this group and so I was three years old when my father um, told me how to skate. Back then we had cold winters in Hungary and not right now we don't really have any more cold winters in Hungary so I experienced a cold winter again here in Ottawa <laughs> but back then we had cold winters and we had uh, open ice rinks in Hungary a few uh, again, I'm from Budapest, so it's capital city. So obviously there we had open ice uh, rings and me and my father um, just went there. It was a hobby uh, for us. And there was um, like skating for everyone. So you could just buy a ticket and go on the ice and it was free skating. It was music. So it was kind of a fun activity. We did it uh, on the weekends in winter and I really enjoyed it. And then, so I kind of learned to skate really fast. I was three years old when I started and then every winter we did that as a hobby. And then when I was in the first grade of school, I was seven years old and basically we saw a poster, an advertisement on my school wall that a new hockey team is um, beginning in Hungary, like they start to started to run a new hockey team, a hockey club, and they were inviting kids from the age of five to eight, nine. So basically like young kids. And my parents looked at that poster and they were like, okay, that could be a nice sport because yeah, they thought that I should do sport, some sports because I was so energetic. I had lots of energy. I was 
I, they couldn't stop me even like after kindergarten at home they couldn't stop me i was running back and forth i always wanted to do something i always wanted to play something and i was not that kind of kid who just could sit on the table and draw or like paint no i had to do something active so they were like okay this kid should do some sports and then it was just by accident so they saw that poster in school and they were like okay we could try that because she can skate and hockey is based on skating so uh, we went there and they were surprised a little bit that on the ice there were like three girls and 25 boys <laughs> skating around with the hockey sticks and the equipment and they were like okay maybe this sport is more for boys or it's is it too dangerous because i don't know i feel like that's pretty normal reaction for the first time and then the coaches um asked if we want to try and join the practice and then a few after a few practices if we think that it's not for me then we can leave whenever we want but i never left because i really enjoyed it i love to be on the ice and obviously they gave me a stick and a puck and just they gave me a stick without a curve and they asked how do I wanna like just hold that stick I immediately holded it right like a righty so since then I'm a righty <laughs> and so I really enjoyed it and I we just decided to stay because my parents also enjoyed watching the practices and they fell in love with the sport just as I did and now a word from our sponsor this episode is sponsored by Durant Barristers. Durant Barristers is a proud supporter of women's sports and is an inaugural sponsor of the Rinkside Rundown podcast. Durant Barristers provides legal services for athletes, coaches, officials, administrators, and sports associations of all sizes, from minor associations to national sports organizations and professional sports environments. We routinely assist with safe sport complaints, investigations, anti-doping, harassment, discrimination, abuse, and governance matters. We also provide representation on general civil litigation matters, including employment and business disputes of all sizes. Durant Barristers founder Aaron Durant also provides mediation and arbitration services to assist in managing disputes in a timely and affordable manner. Durant Barristers has generously offered their best-ever discount to fans and supporters of women's hockey. Mention the Rinkside Rundown podcast to, wait for it, receive 15% off all your accounts with Durant Barristers for the duration of your relationship with the firm. To learn more about Durant Barristers, visit www.durantbarristers.com. That's www.durant. B-A-R-R-I-S-T-E-R-S dot com. Thank you to Durant Barristers for sponsoring this episode. And now, back to the show. It's it, the whole time you were talking. I, I always love like a, just a, you know, like a, a very early start to hockey. I always love those kinds of stories. And the whole time I, I was I was smiling because that's exactly like that's when I think about hockey that's something that it's not necessarily always something that you just kind of fall into. It's something that you, you, there's something that draws you into it as a, at a, at a young age. And 
you know, despite the odds, despite the fact that, you know, you didn't know what would be the next step, you're looking at all these boys playing, you still stuck with it. Was there another sport that you ever thought you might fall back on? Or was it like it was hockey and hockey or bust for you? Not really, because um, it's funny, actually, when we went uh, to the first practice, <laughs> my parents told me later, because I don't remember that story, but they told me, obviously, they asked the coaches if I could stay there just as a skater, so without playing hockey, but just skating. So they were like, could you teach our daughter to skate like professionally? Like, a good, th those are like hockey coaches, but also like they teach skating could you teach our daughters just skating but not hockey because that's i mean they probably thought it's too dangerous and the, then the coach's answer was um if if only skating that you could um bring your daughter to figure skating or like ice that dancing on the ice i don't know sport but figure skating and those things but my parents realized that this is not for me and thank god because i i'm not very good at dancing and singing and those kind of arts but i'm more like just uh i don't know tough girl who likes to be hard and yeah so hockey was more for me and so it was funny i've never thought about doing different sports but i always love to do sports at school um Obviously, on the physical education class, we played basketball, volleyball, handball, football. So it was like a little bit trying those sports. And I, I still love those. I love, basically, I feel like I'm still that energetic girl that I was, I could be as a kid as I can remember. And based on my parents' uh, stories, what they told me, yes, I can imagine that. And so I still love to do uh, sports. For example, during summer, last summer, we played a lot of um, volleyball on the beach, like beach volleyball. And also we can play like um, table tennis. And yeah, I, I love sports. My sister played water polo for 10 years. So I love water polo too. I'm not that good at it though, but I love it. So I love to try sports and play sports, but I never thought of quitting hockey and trying some new sports like I, I feel like I really enjoyed skating uh, and I was so young I was just seven years old when I started hockey and I never thought of quitting hockey I just I feel like I just wanted to do it and do it more and more well and I, I think it's it's uh, <laughs> if it hasn't if it isn't if it wasn't clear before it's certainly clear it's certainly clear now just how enthusiastic you are about hockey how much you enjoy that uh enjoy the sport and speaking of that hockey career as i had mentioned earlier you'd spent a lot of time you spent most of your career in hungary you did spend some time uh you played in russia for a couple with a couple of different clubs there as well what was the experience like going from playing primarily in hungary to then playing for a couple of different clubs in in russia yes yeah, so um, but I started to play hockey. I started with boys. And so the first 11 years from the age of seven till the age of 18, I played with boys all the time. And it was just a fortunate timing because uh, after the age of 18, I wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have had more 
opportunities to play with boys in Hungary. And back then, Hungary didn't really have any women's professional teams or like good teams. So, right, uh, that, the timing was perfect when I got my first professional offer from Russia. So basically, I stepped into the professional career from playing with boys. And I feel like that was just perfect for me. And so that I feel like playing with boys 11 years helped me a lot. And basically that's what took me so far because as I mentioned, Hungary didn't really have a girls program or, or even a women's team. Not, I mean, they had a f like two, three maybe, but those were more like um, just for hobby or... I, I mean, not professional teams at the level was not that high, let's say. And so um, playing with boys helped me a lot. And then I um, went to Russia and that was my first ever women's team. Uh, obviously, I played a little bit with the Hungarian national team because I feel like we started the program when I was 15 years old. So maybe a three years experience with the Hungarian national team, but club-wise, like uh, for a whole season, my first uh, year was in Russia when I played the whole season only with girls. So it was a big difference for me. And I, I still miss playing with boys because it's fun and it's fast and, and really good. But yeah, um, that helped me a lot on the way. And in Russia, I experienced um, lots of professional um, things and details. I never really thought back when I was 18, I never really thought that once I could get money for just playing hockey. It was for me so weird when I got to know that, uh, for example, in Russia, that's where I got my first pro contract from. So there is an opportunity to play and get money for it. So I was like, what really? What I what do I have to do? And they told me just play hockey like daily practices and games. And I was like, that's what I've been doing from the age of seven. Uh, so it's it's just it was so natural. It was obvious for me that I will do that because I never wanted to quit hockey and just getting money for it is it was weird, but in a good way. It was like oh my god, when I got my first salary, I was like, wow, did I? Get, just get money for doing what I love and so yeah it was a great experience I spent five years in Russia in two different clubs so first uh, two years I played for Chelyabinsk and then three years for Ufa and those years gave me a lot of experience I learned a new language and I made some friends for a lifetime my best friend uh, is from Russia now yeah she she's um, she visited me in Budapest once so yeah those five years gave me a lot okay so we need to know who is your who is this best friend that you're mentioning about because we, we need to make sure we give her a shout out uh, she's actually the cousin of my team ex teammate so she's not a hockey player but I met her through hockey because she was in one of the team events we had with the team and then she is the cousin of she was she is a cousin of my teammate so we I met her through the team um, event and yeah she is she has now two kids and husbands so she has now a family and it's so great that when we first met she was like um, 
16, 17 years old, and now she's a mom and has family, so it's great. And actually, I just met her last summer in Turkey. We um, so I traveled there for a few days for holiday, and then she was there with her husband, so we could meet again after a few years. So it was great. That's amazing, and and uh, you know, obviously, as we we uh, we talk about the progression of your your career. You uh, you also spent time uh, with the Metropolitan Riveters of the PHF, um, where I just I always like to make sure that we highlight just how how incredible um, all of you are in uh, in 24 games. You, you amassed uh, 14 points in that time. Uh, do you want to walk me through what it was it like? Um, because at that point, it was really your first um, your first experience in North America. Could you walk me through what was it like? Uh, first of all, can, sorry, I kind of glazed over the really important part there, which was congratulations. Like that's you you did so well as you transitioned to the North American game. Can you walk me through what that experience was like moving to North America for the very first time? Yeah, so just a little bit going back, like after spending five years in Russia, I moved back to Hungary because... Yeah, for several reasons. I met, I had a boyfriend who is now my husband. So, yeah, basically that's one part. And then I wanted to study at university uh, in Hungary. So, uh, and also by that time, Hungary started to make uh, professional women's teams. So now they have two professional um, teams, which is a huge step. I know we are still way behind, but for us, for this small country and uh, for us it's a huge improvement and a huge step forward. So I was fortunate to be at home and study what I wanted to study, chemical engineering and play hockey. So uh, I spent four years at home. I uh, got my bachelor's degree at chemical engineering. I started my master's degree at the same thing, which I'm finishing right now. And so I could still play hockey as a pro and study at university that's why I uh, went home and after that I got uh, an invitation from um, USA from New Jersey from the Metropolitan Riveters and I found that a huge opportunity for me so we were um, basically not even thinking just like okay I'm I, ex I will accept it and go and try to play there because it's huge for, again, for a Hungarian player to play in North America, which is the home of hockey, let's say. And yeah, I feel like, again, the years spent in Hungary playing with boys and my Russian um, five years in Russia and that experience also helped a lot. And obviously the four years spent in Hungary, uh, it, it was also like good that I could still play. Yeah, it was a lower um, level a little bit than my Russian uh, years, but also I could stay with it. And um, Hungarian hockey also improved a lot and we had a more professional um, environment, the gym, the, our conditional coaches, and also like uh, the ice practices improved, the level of ice practices improved a lot. So. Uh, that helped also and yeah I feel like I was ready for the North American experience and obviously I 
expected that it will be really good hockey. And the ice rink is also like uh, the size of the ice is also smaller, which makes it even faster. And that's what I got basically. And I feel like I could ad adapt to it pretty fast and easy. And I enjoyed. I love. I like the North American culture, like the people. The I feel like the people are open and the team, everyone is supportive and loud and I feel like that just fits me. And now, a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by sports nutritionist Melissa Bifunos of MB Performance Nutrition. As a former competitive hockey player turned nutritionist, Melissa's mission is to help the next generation of hockey players optimize their health and diets so they can perform their best on and off the ice. Ready to dominate on the ice? Melissa's new course, The Hockey Nutrition Blueprint, is opening soon. If you're serious about learning how nutrition can impact performance and building actionable nutrition strategies based on your unique needs as an elite hockey player, get on the waitlist today. Learn more and sign up at melissabufunos.com course. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-B-O-U-F-O-U-N-O-S dot com slash course. Thank you to Melissa Bufunos for sponsoring this episode. And now, back to the show. Before we get into, we've kind of alluded to the difference between uh, the North American ice as opposed to the European ice, which will naturally segue us into your international career. But again, I just want to say uh, how much I appreciate you taking the time to hang out with me today, to be able to tell your story, to be able to connect with you, to be able to connect you with the fans. That's what this is all about. And so once again, Fanny, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for inviting me. I love to share my story. I feel like it's so, so great for me to look back at it and where I come from and what did I accomplish. And I would say uh, that the fans, if again, if they weren't a fan of you or didn't know about you before, this is like to hear how passionate you speak about your story and how passionate you speak and just your energy. It's it's infectious. So I think uh, just be prepared. You're going to have a, t a lot more uh, um, signing jersey signings coming up in your in your immediate future. So just prepare just prepare that pen that 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 signature because it's going to be something you're going to be doing a lot more of coming up. I promise you. <laughs> the hand is always ready. There it is. There it is. Okay, so let's get into your your international career. So um, you've had the chance to represent your country. Could you, you know, what was it like to put that put on that jersey? What was it like to step onto the ice? I can only imagine um, how great it would be, but it's got to be so surreal. Yeah, so, you know, I was, I think I was 15 years old when... Um, we had five girls in up in my club team and there was a few other club teams who had a few other girls um, who played with boys and we call us the golden generation because um, we accomplished a few things uh, so I feel like um, the federation and the people who built uh, this program they saw us play with boys and they saw us growing up and getting better and better and they thought that we could start a national team program 
and we could try to play uh, at international level because they thought we are good enough to play at international level. So first they uh, started to build an under 18 program and then basically the minimum age, I think it's 16 for the senior team. So basically right away they started to build a senior program as well. So um, my first um, senior world champion was in uh, 2011. So it's a long time ago, but we started in the third division. So it was pretty low, but um, again, looking back, it's so great to see how far we've come. And first, when they mentioned that Hungarian national team, you know, I was 15 years old and basically I was not really, I wouldn't say I was not ready for it. I was just, maybe I just didn't really understand the real meaning, like what does it mean to represent your country? Because I was like, okay, that's just same thing, playing hockey, it's just a different jersey, it's it says Team Hungary on it, but I, I do the same, listen to the coaches, enjoy uh, to play with my teammates and do my best. That's what I can, all, that's all that I can do. And so basically I think uh, my first World Championships were when I re realized that it's something different because I play for Team Hungary and I play against other countries so it's not like the Hungarian championship but when we play against different club teams amongst Hungary but I play against different countries and obviously that was my first ever time when I played in a girls team because uh, I played with boys so it was also different but I feel like all of us came from playing with boys so it was so exciting for all of us to, to play with each other that we are a girls team and it's it was I feel like it was so fun and we just enjoyed the time together and we had really a lot of fun and obviously we realized that we are good and we can beat other countries and that's the best feeling when you beat another country and then you get to sing your national anthem after the game and maybe back maybe yeah and the first in my first World Championships, I realized that that means something more than putting on a club team jersey. And after that, I realized that, okay, so um, what international countries are the best in hockey? And I maybe looked for it a little bit and I was like, okay, so we are so far away from them, but we could try to get maybe closer. And it took a few years, but I'm so proud that in the last three years, we were amongst the best 10 teams in the world and we played uh, in the A-Pool World Championships. So looking back how far we've come, it's great. And speaking of that sort of success, especially early on, and I had to, I did it, I promise you I did a double take on this particular year because I was like, I feel like this is way, I feels like forever ago. Um, I thought it would. I thought it was going to be more recent, but you were a part of the undefeated 2012 uh, U18 team. Uh, I don't know if you were. Or you definitely knew about that. I know I would. I would hold that near and dear to my heart. And and that's long been considered the greatest success in the history of women's hockey in Hungary. What does it feel like to be a part of that? And what do you? How do you think that will that that's helped propel women's hockey? specifically more specifically in Hungary yes yeah, so my first world champion was with the under 18 team obviously and 
or I don't even know because it was so close when first senior and under 18 verse because I, as I mentioned we had a minimum age and we all of us were so go- good uh, who played with boys that whenever we hit the minimum age we were selected to the senior team as well but yeah so so first my under 18 car- career I was um, 17 years old I think when um, or 16 I don't remember so the thing is that we had uh, had to play a, a qualification round for just to qualify for the world championship because we never had an under 18 team uh, before it so and then we won all the games five out of five and then we qualified for the world championships and then yeah in um, then in 2012 I was 17 years old we played uh, the world championships in Norway and we won all the five games and we um, promoted to the A pool so I remember um, all of our, all of us were crying and so happy because we realized what it meant for us to the next year we could play um, against Canada Czech Russia like those teams and so I was also crying because um, I couldn't play next year because I turned 18 so I was too old to play and and, and uh, under 18 world championships again so I made a goal back then that okay I I was a part of the team obviously who promoted to the April but I could not be there because uh, of my age and the, the under 18 uh, team obviously had an age limit 18 so then I made uh, a goal to do this again with the senior team and it took a while but in 2019 we did it with the senior team so we achieved that goal and it was a world championships in Budapest so on home ice and we won the world championships and promoted to the A pool so we basically did that with the senior team so my first April world championships was with the senior team and um, you asked what does that mean that means a lot because based on our successes more and more uh, girls started to play hockey and if you compare numbers of number of players in Hungary um, 10 years ago and now I bet it's a huge difference so now we 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 can see it you can even see it on the practices on the uh, different club teams in Hungary more and more girls are playing and there are even uh, teams for girls for like kids and even national team has now under 14 under 16 under 18 and senior program and when I was um, younger we I just told you we just started the under 18 program and then a senior program so now we have more and more girls that we can build under 14 under 16 under 18 programs as well and it's great to see that basically this is based on our successes and what we we've accomplished and i'm really proud that i can be part of something which can inspire the younger generation it was again once again it was very difficult not to smile that entire time because it's just got to feel and we're going to get into this in just a moment with the pwhl but it just must feel so incredible to be a part of that process to be able to see that future generations 
of you know uh, you know women's hockey or women feel like hockey is a genuine option for them rather than you know having to you know if you want to go um uh if you go to university great you can do it there but then it ends or you can go to europe and it's not you're never going to get that and we've i've talked about this a few times on this on this podcast but you're never really going to get that best on best right and now you finally have that opportunity day in day out game in game out it's consistently best on best and uh and that must mean so much to be a part of that and it's difficult not to get a little at least for even for me to be a little bit emotional about that so um i do i do absolutely appreciate and respect that story and i i don't want it to go also unappreciated that you actually also speaking of 2012 you also uh participated in the very first winter youth olympics Yes. And uh, you competed, competed in the individual skills competition. You came in second place. Like you just continue to elevate, continue to, to push yourself. And I just wanted to give you a shout out for that and just appreciate the, the fact that despite the fact you had to consistently com- compete against boys, um, as you've kind of transitioned to now being able to actually play against women, that you continue to elevate your game and continue to define the sport. So just wanted to give you a quick shout out for that as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, youth games were something different because um, we, we were told, okay, we will do a quick uh, selection in Hungary. Um, my uh, year, uh, we had, we were actually three, three of us. So it was not that big of a competition because um, Again, back then we didn't have much players, but many players. But now they have, if they had to do a competition, they would have more and more players to select from. But yeah, obviously it was a great experience, but it was not um, team play. Like it, it was, as you mentioned, it was an individual skills challenge competition, but still one of my best hockey memories and experiences. Because Olympics, even if it was only Youth Olympics, it's something different. So that's what I miss from my career, but it's still a goal with what we have with Team Hungary. Absolutely, and I respect that, and I appreciate that. And and speaking of more of those experiences, as we slowly transition through your career, uh, before joining the PWHL, you were actually playing for Brinus If of the SDHL. Um, where you had scored in 14 games, 11 points. So congratulations once again, super successful there. That's fantastic. Really, I always love looking at, it's not just about the stats, but it's also great to appreciate the stats at the same time. Um, I actually had on my first, very first podcast, I had uh, Noemi Nubarova, who also played on that team. Uh, and she had so many incredible things to talk about that team and that experience and just again, before we get into your your more recent uh, 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 move to the PWHL, I just love to hear, based off of everything I've heard, what your experience was with uh, in the SDHL. Yeah, I um, had a few teammates uh, from Hungary who uh, played in SDHL before, and they only uh, things about that league, and that league is also improving year by year. So. 
actually I was re I'm really fortunate that I could experience that as well but it turned out um, because of what happened during summer so I was gonna go back to the Metropolitan Riveters so I resigned uh, with them but then uh, we obviously heard the news that there won't be any uh, teams in the PHF because there will not be PHF next year so then I wanted to play somewhere or have the uh, game routine and uh, the playing experience before coming here so my goal was to make one of the PWHL teams but since the uh, training camp started only middle of November from August or September to middle of November I wanted to uh, play somewhere and um, I wanted to you know have the best preparation for the PWHL uh, and I feel like um, Brunas and SDHL League was really the best place for it. I feel like I had the best uh, preparation what I could have and I'm really uh, grateful for the team that they uh, accepted me and they basically agreed on um, for me to come there only for a few months. So they were aware of my situation and uh, obviously they knew that I uh, my plan is to leave um, to North America and they still were so uh, great and they provided everything what I needed so I I'm really grateful and appreciative that uh, they they invited me and I had asked to play there and yeah with uh, Nemo with Noemi uh, we were supposed to be teammates in the Riveters next season. So it was actually funny when we met in Sweden in Brunas and we were like, okay, another place, but we are teammates. So it's great. And I had lots of fun there. And again, lots of challenges and I learned a lot. And I'm, I'm just grateful that I had the opportunity to try SDHL as well. Yeah, well, I, the good news is uh, when I spoke with uh, Noemi, I did mention to her kind of like subtly, like just make sure that when you're thinking about your next step in the PWHL that you sign with Ottawa. So if it happens, just know like I'm I'm totally I'm totally fine with you saying, hey, thanks, Chris, for making sure that this manifested into something. That's because uh, she was she's incredible. So I would love to see her um, uh, as a part of this lineup. It would be incredible. She's a fantastic player. So. Um, really enjoyed that conversation with her. She's uh, she spoke uh, very highly of the organization and the team. Yeah, for sure. Actually, yeah, that would be so fun to play with her again here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm already a fan, so it'd be great if she was also in the same city. Uh, so I would very much look forward to that. And now, a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by DraftKings. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. 
See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to DraftKings for sponsoring this episode. And now, back to the show. Before we get a little bit more into the PWHL Ottawa team, um, I have some questions for you around that. And then we get to, to, right after that, we get to our fun game, um, which I know we're both looking forward to. Um, I really want to know, just kind of, as you were growing up, even now, like who are some of your mentors? Who are some of the idols that you had growing up? And again, even including right now in this moment. Um, I feel like um, my first coach. Um, so I started to play uh, in Budapest in the hockey team, which um, had the name Budapest Stars ice hockey team. And I spent my all all my career with that one team because I really like that. And um, my my first coach, I would give him a big um, appreciation because I feel like he taught me everything, the basics. And I feel like the basics are so important, like the right skating technique and the right like stick handling and shooting technique and so I feel like I'm really fortunate that I um, trained with him and it's just a funny thing that he is from Russia but he moved to Hungary when he was 18 years old so he was fluent in Hungarian too but he's from Russia and then my first uh five professional years uh, I played, it was in Russia. So it's just funny how life sometimes brings you the opportunities. Um, And yeah, I mean, to be honest, I didn't really have one big idol or anyone who I wanted to be similar to. So I just, I enjoyed watching um, some of the Hungarian players uh like older players and my team started to build um a men's professional team uh, for a few years and then we uh, watched their games and obviously team hungary like the men's team the national our national team i loved a few players um from them and uh it's actually funny that one of uh the best men's player uh in hungary um coached my husband <laughs> and i know him as well uh pretty much and it's just funny that his jersey is in the hockey hall of fame so last year when we visited the hockey hall of fame uh, i took a picture with his jersey and it was just so funny that he was the captain of the men's team back when he so played and now i am the captain of the women's team and it was just funny so maybe him, yeah, I looked up to, obviously. And yeah, now I I would say, um, yeah, I had Ilya Kovalchuk and um, Connor McDavid, who I look up to and who I feel like their playing style is amazing. So maybe them. Okay, great. Good. I mean, those are really good players. So that's, that's, uh, that's absolutely, those are some good, uh, some good choices there. Um, I want to know before we get to our game, 
Um, you were a free agent in the when you uh, when it comes to the PWHL, you were a free agent. What made you, if you're comfortable sharing, what made you decide? You know what, Ottawa would be the right fit for you. Um, I feel like the first email I got from them, it was really professional, but also it was personal, and I felt like. I got great vibes from the team and from the first email and you know sometimes you just gotta listen to your intuitions and your heart and mind and soul I don't know you just feel sometimes that what would be the right direction and yeah it's not easy to choose but I just felt like things in Ottawa look really good and I knew some of the players and I heard about Carla from before and those things just made me think and feel that this would be the best place for me. And I can promise you, uh, as someone who's experienced uh, the two home games, uh, the fans go wild for you. They are rooting for you. They are cheering very loudly for you. So I think you absolutely made the right choice. So we are very lucky to have you with uh, PWHL Ottawa uh, and obviously wish you tremendous success in this uh, in this year. I need to ask, I, I said that this was, that was going to be my last question, but I also want to know what's it been like to play with players like Snodgrass and Agia? You know, we uh, have a really great team culture. So we all are friends. And I feel like even if we only met in the middle of November, we came together really fast. And obviously, thanks to our coaching staff and um, who made us um, that close uh, in such a short time. But yeah, I. I like to play with them, but basically, I I would like I feel like I would love to play with anyone because we have a really great team, and every one of us is so talented and fast and good that that is the best part that in our team and obviously in the whole league, everyone is so great that it's just so fun to play with anyone. So um, that's what I like the most that we all are good and and the practices are fun and the pace of the even the pace of the practice and the intensity is so high and so great. And for me, for such a competitive person, it's the best place to be for sure. Great answer. And with that, what we're going to do, Fanny, is we're going to get into uh, our game. I do this with everyone. This is a great time. This is like just kind of like, let's get to know Fanny a little bit more. And everyone loves a great game of 20 questions now good news is for you it's only five uh but five doesn't resonate the same as 20 so i always go with five questions so i want to know a little bit more about and some of these are hockey related some of these are not i want to know what is your go-to pre-game meal um it is it's not an easy question, but it is um, chicken and pasta with sour cream and cheese. Let's say. 
Okay, and I don't mean to bring this back to Noemi once again, but she actually blew my mind, and this is something I've mentioned a couple of times, but she actually blew, and I, I'm wondering if, you know, if this is something that ever came across your, your desk, but um, she actually mentioned combining, so she does pasta with Alfredo sauce and with pesto sauce. Is this something that you've ever heard of before? Not those two sauces together, but actually I can imagine it tastes well. And also like I could do, yeah, pasta with pesto sauce or with different sauce. I don't really like tomato sauce before game, so that's a red flag for me. But otherwise, yeah, other sauces can go with pasta really well. All right. I love it. I love it. Do you have any game day superstitions? Yes, obviously. But those are more like just doing the same warm up, off ice warm up every time. And when I step on the ice for uh, the ice warm up, I do, um, I hit the boards with my stick and then I um, do, I make a sprint um, a, like in the line of the red line. So, like, on our side of the ice, but on yep. the red. And then, yeah, I play with the puck the same. Like, I start to play with the puck a little bit. I do the same things. And, yeah, let's say those. That's great. And now everyone's going to be paying close attention to those superstitions as you're, as you're going through that, and I love it. Um, if you weren't playing hockey, what would you be doing? You mean sport or anything else? Anything else. Let's do anything. That's fair. Yeah, let's do anything else besides sports. What would you be doing? Um, working in a cosmetic company as a cosmetic chemist and developing skincare products. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I like it. Good answer. Um, if you're just relaxing, what do you do to unwind? What is it that just like, you know, just helps clear your mind, whether it's game, you know, post game, whether it's a day, a, a, you know, you, you don't have a game that day. What is it that helps you unwind? Mm, listen to music, read a book. Okay. That's or fine. cook and bake. Oh, okay. Do you have, uh, going uh, a little bit off here, but do you have something you enjoy cooking and baking most? I love to make desserts. Um, cheesecake, maybe. My favorite. Okay. Okay. There we go. Some breaking news here. I love it. Uh, and last but certainly not least, what do you miss most about back home? Um, also, that is a question. Maybe my family's food, homemade food. Uh, nothing beats homemade food. It's, it's never the same. Yes. Yeah. Was there a specific meal that you miss most? And if you could describe it to us. Um, it's called Burkold. It's, um, it's a sauce, uh, like it's, uh, it contains, uh, meat. It can be beef or pork as well. And it's with onions and paprika. And um, it can be eaten with pasta or even potatoes, but it's delicious. But other than that name, I cannot really explain because it's Perkot, it's a Hungarian name for it. And even if you type it in Google, 
I feel like actually I'm not sure. You should try. People should try to type it in Google and maybe um, they can um, learn an English version, an English name for it. <laughs> yeah, and and this is I this is why I love this question. It's mostly selfish because I always really like to learn different recipes because I love to cook. Uh, so now this is kind of like, uh, first of all, my mouth's watering. Secondly, now my mind's going as to maybe this is something that I could, you know, at some point make for myself. So this, it already sounds fantastic. This is this, no wonder you miss it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Danny, I just want to uh, say once again, a big thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Uh, you had a game yesterday. You had a practice today. Uh, you've been incredible and uh, very expectedly, this was a ton of fun. I was expecting to have a ton of fun in this conversation. It's been great to know you. It's been great to be able to share your story. And I know the, the listeners, the, the viewers are going to absolutely um, want to cheer for you even harder throughout the season. So once again, great. Uh, good luck in this upcoming season. You're going to do really, really well. So once again, Thank you so much for joining uh, the show today. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting. I also enjoyed the conversation. Perfect. I always love to hear that as well. And there you have it for Fanny Gasperix. This is Chris Sinclair. And this has been episode number four of the Rinkside Rundown podcast. Cheers. <laughs>